Well, here we are celebrating July 4th, the Independence Day. History has it that we, in fact, finally freed ourselves from bondage, at least to England, and we were able to establish for ourselves our own nation. Independence is what we termed this day, a day of fresh new life. I do have a problem because we are currently in a situation that our independence seems to have issues within itself, turning in to itself. And I guess I'm more concerned about interdependence than independence. One of the facts of life is that we are truly interdependent, even though most of us would dismiss that because after all, we've been taught to be self-sufficient, self-attainable, self-centered. The sadness is that that selfhood is in fact takes us away from our own perspective in our own religious life, spiritual life. We don't receive the spirit like Elijah, which when entering him, caused him to go to his feet to hear God's word. The interesting part about the passages this morning to me is that there's a lot of issues that are brought forward. In fact, in, I, in the Ezekiel passage, a nation of rebels, their ancestors have transgressed against God. They are proud, they are impudent, imprudent, and stubborn, for they are a rebellious house. So Ezekiel is called to be a prophet. Ezekiel was, in fact, a priest from the temple. However, in the, re in the trip to Babylon, he was separated from the temple and his service to the temple in terms of conveying God's care and love to others. So God asked him to become a prophet, a prophet who would speak the words of God, even to a group who might not ever hear him or believe him. Then as we go on to our psalm, I love the words because they help me to focus on the reality of what surrounds me and sometimes what is internally mine. We have had more than enough of contempt. The psalmist goes on, too much of the scorn of the indolent rich and of the derision of the proud. Then we come to the gospel and Jesus comments to me, which are very profound, as he is not accepted as a prophet in his own hometown. And it says in the scripture, and he was amazed at their unbelief. Their unbelief, of course, came from the fact that they know Jesus. 
they referred, they saw him as the carpenter. They saw him as having family in the community. And because of those aspects of knowledge, they stereotypically had an idea of who he should be and who they thought he was avoiding by pretending to be better than they. What an interesting way of looking at life from the problems and the contempt. And certainly we know today that we are in the midst of some real dissension. Dissension that separates and pulls us apart. One of the factors that I find interesting is as we go through the various issues of the day, the anti-Semitic feelings, much, much like the anti-Islamic feelings, are prevalent today, almost authenticated as a place to be filled with ridicule and anger and angst at these people of those particular faiths. The sad part to me is that many Christians, quote, claimed self-Christians, are those who are making these terrible and derogatory comments to other faiths that exist. One of the great experiences I had when I was traveling in Spain was that I suddenly realized that there was a period of time when the Islamic faith, the Jewish faith, and the Christian faith were in fact accepting of one another to the point where in fact the Jewish people gathered and gave a special gift that is still on the Alhambra of the Islamic faith where it was a time and there were a bunch of lions and the water would come out as the hour turned from one to the other. It was a clock. And it was in honor of the relationship that they shared. Not out of divisiveness, not out of derision, not out of uh, pride or integrity, protection, but rather a sense that the faiths were working together to give substance of life and God's presence to one another. I must confess that I fall very short in terms of my willingness to be expansive to others. I find myself getting caught up in anger because I just don't get it why people need to separate, why they need to be higher than others, constantly pushing the pressure of anger, hostility, derision, and separation. We're at a critical time in our lives. And I don't think that there's any faith structure in the world that when we look at its genuine character, we find the same kinds of symbolic logic that we as Christians know and are supposed to follow. Whether it's Buddhist, Hindu, Islamic, Jewish, it matters not. Confucius, Taoism, 
All of these seek to have the integrity of each individual finding their spiritual place and home. If we cannot accept one another, if we cannot involve ourselves in such a way to support people of faith, then we have some serious issues because to me, that's being anti-Christian. It is stepping away from the Christ who accepted everyone as they were, the Christ who healed those who didn't realize they could be helped and healed by someone. The aspect of our faith is that we, in fact, are to be present with others, caring and loving them in the spirit that God gives through our Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to be motivated by a spiritual sense of integrity for all people who have faith and beliefs, whether they're ours or not ours. We need to support them in our spiritual presence. I often think of Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama, how they, in fact, came together to share the essence of faith, and became integral friends, supporting one another and writing about their understandings of God's presence in this world. We need to open our hearts and minds to those who disagree with us, who have angst, anger, frustration, and point their fingers at us. Not because we deserve it, but rather because in accepting them as they are, we are doing Christ's work to come to some kind of ability to expand and heal them also. Our Independence Day means that we need to be interdependent. We need to share our love with others, regardless of their humanity, whether it be derisive, indecisive, fear-mongering, whatever it is. I find it often interesting to me that I was highly criticized in my parish ministry in Pennsylvania. We had a woman whose husband was killed in a car accident and she had three young children. And she happened to hold dance classes at my church, St. Mark's in Moscow, Pennsylvania. And I was so shocked, I went and spent much time with her and her girls, trying to make sense out of this separation, this tragedy, this horrible thing. My congregation, some of my vestry even, were very upset when they found out she became very active in the Catholic Church in town. They asked me, why didn't, they, why didn't she come to our church? After all, I had spent this time with her. And I was stunned. And I asked them, did you call me to minister to this community or just you? Did you call me 
to be present as a witness of Christ to this larger community? Or did you really want me to just grow this community, St. Mark's? They looked at me sort of baffled. And and one person did say, well, after all, we pay your salary. You should be building the church. I came to understand where that person was coming from. And we talked at length. It was not easy. He could not understand why she would go to the Catholic Church. And I finally told him in one of the sessions, I asked her what her faith background was, and she said, Roman Catholic. I called the priest of the Catholic Church and said to him, this person has a need to connect with her history, her background, and her family needs the support of your church. And she became active. Things like this, I still don't understand. When in fact we witness to others and we expect them to be something of what we think they should be, much like Jesus Township people. Who does he think he is? Why is he doing this? We know who he really is. We have to get beyond our limitations and our self-focus to the point where we do give room to God's spirit to fill us. Because it's only as we empty our selfhood that we can allow God to be entering us and empowering us to be lovers of others. Regardless of circumstances, faith, all of those issues that seem to separate us, we as Christians need to be bold with our integrity to be honest about Jesus' love of us that forces us to love all others. Amen.